Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the I Choose Illinois podcast, brought to you by Elevate Illinois and supporters like you. Now to see who's elevating Illinois this week, let's go to our hosts, Jenna Mathis and Craig Coy. Well, welcome. Today we've got um, Michael Fallon from The Outlet joining Craig Coyle and Janet Mathis from Elevate Illinois. We're learning more about the program and how you're elevating Illinois through your efforts. So welcome, Michael. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Well, thank you. So let's start with, tell us a little bit about yourself and your Illinois story, how you got here. Okay, just a little bit. So uh, my parents, um, they were separated in 91. I at the time lived in Houston, Texas, and um, I can remember uh, my mom came into my room around nine o'clock and said, hey, we are packing up and um, we're leaving. So we um, got on a Greyhound bus, me and my sister, my brother, and we um, took the bus to Jacksonville, Illinois, uh, where my mom had, um, at the time, three sisters there. So. Um, that's kind of how we got started here. Um, and from there, I um, graduated high school in 95, which was, wow, a long time ago. Um, and uh, went off to college, um, came back, my mom became ill. Uh, so I moved back here when I graduated college to take care of her. So, and I kind of started, you know, what I, what I currently do. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the outlet? Well, the outlet is a, a mentoring program. Um, it really started when I was in college, um, coming from a single parent home, um, not having, I had some uncles that, you know, really poured into my life and I had some coaches that really helped me um, become a man. Um, when I was in college, I had been a first generation college student, um, didn't have a lot of direction. Uh, even though I was in college, I knew college was important. Um, so these two guys who I still talk with today just kind of really guided me along the way. And um, when I got out of college, I said, hey, I have a degree in graphic design, but I feel called to do something similar to what those men did to me. So, um, so that's how the outlet got started, moved to Jacksonville. And um, I saw a lot of young men, kind of like me when I was young, um, no direction. And I said, this is what I want to do. Uh, at that time, my aunt and uncle had a church in Jacksonville, it was they weren't really using it, and I said, "Hey, Auntie, um, I feel God is calling me to um, to do something to work with youth in the community." And that's how it kind of got started. Awesome. Yeah. So, so from there, where has it evolved to? Wow. Um, well, it evolved from um, a little church in Jacksonville for two years. Um, now we've been in Springfield for 16 years now. Um, we have about 103 boys enrolled in our program. Um, so it started with two boys that my aunt was kind of babysitting. So I, I didn't know a lot about youth development at that time. And um, now we have, of course, this facility here that we're in. Um, we also just purchased a new facility um, that is 80,000 square feet. So it is a gigantic property with um, 14 acres also. Um, we have boys now in Decatur, uh, in Jacksonville, um, in Sherman, Verdon, Auburn, um, Franklin, um, even Lincoln. So we are kind of throughout the central Illinois region here now. Um, and we're even like, you know, expanding uh, inside the school district. Uh, we have a partnership with um, a local school, Douglas Prep, which is the alternative school. Uh, we're actually in that school um, Monday through Friday from 7.30 until two o'clock until the kids are gone. 
uh, mentoring them, um, working with them instead of them getting kicked out of school. They come talk with us. We do social emotional learning with them. Um, we just started a new summer program, so we're taking 15 of their students to Lincoln Land, um, exposing them to opportunities that maybe they never um, thought about. So, um, so I know that's, that's, that's kind of a loaded question. I can continue to talk, but um, it's just, uh, we're just growing. A lot of, a lot of growth. So how many mentors do you have and how do you find them? We have enrolled about 25 mentors right now. Um, and we do do um, different drives, um, social media, um, online, but also the mentors tell other mentors um, and really just word of mouth. Um, but we also have one-on-one -on -one mentors and we have group mentors. So, um, but in one-on-one -on -one mentors, we have about eight of those guys um, and those guys it's similar to Big Brother, Big Sister. They hang out with our youth. Um, they're in the community with them. But our group mentors, they're more so in the building uh, when we have programming um, and different things like that. So, so you've talked about mentoring. You talked a little bit about, I guess, Lincoln Land's more of kind of the career development, opening mm -hmm. people's eyes to what opportunities mm -hmm. are out there. You also take some trips and do some of those kinds yeah. of things. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, one thing I believe, um, if you can't see it, or taste it or touch it. And for a lot of my boys, it's not really real. And I think with our boys, we try to get them out at least once or twice in the summer for over the road trips or longer trips. Uh, and with COVID, it kind of hampered us taking them out. So we do every summer, uh, we do a civil rights trip. Um, we leave on like a Wednesday. Uh, we travel to Memphis, see the civil rights things there. Uh, we go to Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, we visit different sites there. Um, we also go to Montgomery, Alabama. Um, I have um, one of my mentors who um, is still my mentor now. He usually meets us there in Montgomery. Uh, and then we go to Selma uh, and we stay there for a day and, and we kind of retrace um, the path that um, the Bloody Sunday, walking over the bridge, just the history that a lot of them don't know about. We even had a kid say, man, Mr. Mike, um, you know, I see the stuff inside books, but I've never actually, you know, could participate or, or, or really walk across a bridge like this. So um, so we do that. And, and not only that, but we also do trips inside of Illinois. Um, I think Illinois is a great state. Um, I love it. Uh, I have my family here. My wife is here. Um, I think there's a better state around. Um, um, there's nothing like Illinois. It's home. It's for my wife. I found my wife. I found my kids here and even started the organization here so yeah so it sounds like that's why you choose illinois right? yes i do <laughs> yes yes and actually i think illinois chose me um and i think it's a privilege to be in illinois um it's 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 a diverse community um diverse state um especially for not-for-profits um there is um i think a lot of opportunities but even more than that um there's great people i think that um they love to support, I think, organizations like ours. Um, and I think there's not a better state when you're talking about not-for-profit world like Illinois, in my opinion. So. <laughs> so what three things do you find to be really outstanding about the state? Um, three things. Um, I asked that question to my daughter this morning. And she said, Daddy, um, I would say the people. Um, and that the people make up any place you go. So I would say the people, um, great people here. Um, and also um, my son asked him the same question. He said, Daddy, I think it is 
there's famous people that have lived in Illinois and they make great leaders. Um, so I thought about that, like, yeah, if you think about Illinois, we do have um, a great, if you look at the history, great leaders have came out of Illinois. And I think that great leaders have been developed in Illinois and not only just the president or people that are in DC, but just locally, you look at throughout the state, there are some pretty powerful people in this state. So that would be two. Three would be, um, I would say the food. Um, you can't go wrong with food. Um, if I'm biased, I would say locally, I would say, you know, Moxo is pretty great um, in Springfield, but also um, there's some other great places here, you know, that are great too. So food. Not state fair food. Um, you know, yes, state fair food is also good. I can't go without my lemon shake, shake up or my curler fries. Um, you know, you can't, you can't go wrong with that. <laughs> or your alligator. The corn dog either, right? Yeah, the corn dog also. Yes. So what are the three most important things that will impact you and your organization going forward? I would say finding more mentors. Um, we are growing at a, just a rapid rate. And a lot of times we can only do so much depends on the mentors. And if we don't have enough mentors, um, then it kind of hampers our growth. So um, we have kids here. I mean, there are so many kids in this community. You could have 20 outlets and you still wouldn't reach as many kids, but it's just finding mentors. Um, and, and that's been at times hard. Cause I think a lot of times, especially men, um, I think we feel that, you know, we don't have a lot to give. Um, and I can find 300 ladies that are rated as a mentor but men, I think we feel we have to be perfect. We have to have everything in order in order to give back. And naturally, men, we are not givers. Um, I think we're takers. Um, and how do you begin to kind of change that mindset of we all have something to give? So that would be mentors. Um, and also, nowadays, with social media, with video games, uh, we have to be relevant with our kids, and that is something that we have to be innovative, almost two steps ahead of what's going on on social media, because most kids are right here. So why would they want to come? I'm sorry, they can't see, but I'm on my phone. <laughs> most kids are on their phone, so how do we as an organization, other organizations, um, keep their interests and, and keep them involved? Um, and also, next thing is just, um, our new space will impact us, but in a good way. Mm -hmm. um, we can impact more boys. Um, we've been, we're, we're looking at maybe doing some transitional housing for our youth. Um, we have 80,000 square feet. So it, it, it will, the building that we're in, we could probably put 10 of these buildings in our one building. Mm -hmm. um, so that will impact us in a good way though, because we will be able to impact more. And we see ourselves becoming a, a central hub for youth development, not only in Springfield, but from Chicago to the St. Louis area, to the Danville. We really see us being the hub for youth development um, and being a data-driven program and having the space and having the evidence to back up what we do. I have a, just, a, just a quick, I guess, question. When you talk about the mentors, and it's interesting what you said about guys think they have to be perfect, right? But isn't there a value in the fact that a lot of folks, as you grow up, you make mistakes, you learn from those mistakes, and you can communicate that to the kids? Yes. And we like the guys that may have issues and that they may have messed up because then you can relate to our boys. Because a lot of our boys, I think, 
Um, I mean, man, everybody messes up, right, right? Right, But I think the way that manhood is taught, I think it is taught the wrong way that you can't cry. You have to be strong. You can't mess up. You have to have everything in, in like order in order to succeed. But that's a lie. I think that plays on your mental health. That plays on who you are. So we're trying to teach our boys, you don't have to have it together. Um, and most of us men don't, even though we lie and say we do have it together, but we don't. So, you know, so we're trying to break that. Um, stigma of, you know, real, real men don't cry. I cry. I'm sorry. Um, and, and it's okay to cry. It's okay to have emotions because God gave them to us and they're there for a reason. That's right. Yeah. The women don't have it all together either. So we're all (laughs) in the same spot here. So Michael, you gave us a lot to think about. Um, can you tell us something that very few people know about you? Hmm. Very few people know. Um, well, one summer, um, a long time ago, um, I went on a mission trip to New Zealand and I actually played rugby on a club team for a summer. Okay. Um, and the reason why I played, um, a lot of those guys were saying, you Americans are soft <laughs> and you Americans play football with pads on. And me and some of my buddies, we said, okay, we, we, we will show you how we play. Um, and we just ran over those guys. And when they got done playing with us, they was like, we're sorry. Um, um, we didn't know you guys could play like this. So just playing rugby, um, even my son, I have tapes, not video camera or anything, but <laughs> I brought out the old tapes and my son's like, man, dad, that was you? Oh, you're running, oh, you're <laughs> it's like, yes, son, that was your dad when um, he was a little, little, a little tougher. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Those guys over in Australia, yeah, New Zealand are, are I watched Australian Rose football one time, and that that was yeah an impressive sport. Yeah, I mean, we got our we, <laughs> we did get our heads kind of banged around some, but you know we were kind of prideful, and we came back and um, we kind of said, "Hey, we're we're Americans, and and we're going to show them that we can play." So, so Michael, in an organization like this, I'm sure you've got a bunch of success stories, right? So, is there one that sticks out in your mind? We have definitely a couple of stories. Um, I think one that comes to mind is I have a youth now who he's a, actually um, adult now um, we I started working with him wow when he was in the sixth grade I believe um, he was part of um, the local um, he was involved in the juvenile justice system um, troubled youth um, just really not focused um, and just really not a bad not a bad kid but just needed some structure and uh, he was on probation, uh, he was in seventh grade, and um, we as an organization began to work with him and just really provide supports to him and even his mother um, and his siblings um, and just really mentor. And he was a guy that I personally started to mentor and just really um, just work with. And um, this young man, um, over the years, uh, we continued to just keep in contact and he would come to our sessions and uh, on, our field, on our field trips. and. Um, long story short, he did end up graduating uh, from high school. Um, he also um, became student of the month um, in his school. Uh, but the great thing about this is um, this young man now is a mentor with us. Um, and he also has a two-year-old son who I am the godson. Godson. <laughs> um, the godfather. Of, yeah, right. Um, um, and, um, and now he's actually mentoring two or three of our youth now. So, and I call that a success because he started here and we were able to help develop him to be who he is today. And now he's coming back and mentoring our boys and he can relate more to 
the kids and we can. So, uh, and now this young man is 22 years old. Um, so just to have him with us from the seventh grade to graduate, um, now he's a mentor. He's actually on like staff here with us. So he's not just coming in on his own, which he was, but we were able to carve out his own position here. Um, and the boys, they just flocked to him. So yeah, um, That's great, great, That's great. Great success. Story. Yeah. Yeah. So what's one thought you'd like to leave with our audience? Um, one thought, um, I think Illinois is, um, you know, you, you hear so many negative things about our state. Um, but when you think about it, every state has issues, but I would do this again 25 times. Um, raise my family here, um, start another organization here. Um, you know, Springfield, Decatur, Chicago, the surrounding areas throughout the state has been very great. It's very good to my wife and I. Um, and I don't think I would be the person who I am today if I didn't, um, if I wasn't here. Uh, as I said before, you asked me uh, why did I choose Illinois? I think Illinois chose me. And, um, you know, it's been great to my family. So raising a family, um, if you're a young profession, professionally, if you're older professionally, if you're a seasoned vet, um, Illinois has everything to offer, I think, from youth to young adults to the older um, generation, from traveling to um, the historical um, um, things that we have here to the different great colleges. Uh, I mean, you can't get any better than Illinois. So um, that's I believe, you know, try Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, thanks, Michael, and thanks for letting us come to your Springfield location, and we look forward to great things from the outlet in the future. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's Michael Fallon with Craig and Janet here with Elevate Illinois. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the I Choose Illinois podcast, brought to you by Elevate Illinois and supporters like you. If you'd like to know more about Elevate and our mission, go to our website at elevateillinois.org. And if you'd like to share your story, click on the Share Your Story tab at the top of the page. If you'd like to help the cause financially, click on the Donate button and follow the instructions to make your tax-deductible contribution. And always remember, it takes all of us to elevate Illinois.